this is Tiara. Hello, this is Allie. And this is the Goddess Vibration. Welcome. We've decided to record video for this session because we understand that oftentimes when you hear a voice, you want to see the face behind that voice. So you're welcome. (laughs) Today, we are going to pick up where we left off last week. We are going to talk about celebrity connections. And I'm really excited about this topic because... We get to talk about, I'm just, I'm going to say it, celebrities twin flames. I'm just going to throw that in there. We're going to talk a lot about that and some of the misperceptions around that concept because boy, are there a lot of them, but that's going to be one of the things we're going to discuss. And so I just want to throw that in there because it's almost like <laughs> this forbidden thing in the spiritual community. I don't know why. Forbidden? Would you go as far well, as I mean, saying like, Forbidden? I don't know, not forbidden, but like this, I don't know, like taboo thing where like there are people who swear up and down that a celebrity is their twin flame when we just like in the last episode talked about how incredibly rare that is. So I just, I feel like there's still like this need, even when it comes to celebrities to just clarify that, you know, it's likely not what you think it is. That's all. I also want to say that like I know for certain like I've seen this it's very common where I see you know a mass population being obsessed with one celebrity and you all think that they're your celebrity (laughs) twin flame or celebrity connection and I just want to throw it out there that you can only only one of you one lucky person gets to be that person's either either twin flame or divine connection. Oh, don't tell them that, Allie, because we're going to get messages and hate mail. You know, I'm not worried about the hate mail or the messages. I don't care. You know what? You want to send us hate mail and messages? Fine. Do it. We don't care. But like, I know how people are when it comes to this topic. And they're just people are just they're rigid and they want to hold on to that fantasy and that belief. But we're here to pop that bubble for you guys. And you know what? We're doing you a service. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say that it it doesn't mean that you're not soulmates with that person. If you go back and listen to our last episode, it doesn't mean that you're not soulmates with that person. But in terms of like being a twin flame or have a divine counterpart, It's only one lucky person, but that doesn't mean that you're not connected in other ways, such as soulmates. Mm -hmm. So I think we talked about soulmates, kindred spirits, karmic connections, twin flames, uh, divine counterpart connections, and that ultimately at the end of the day, there's an unlimited, infinite number of energetic connections at different frequencies that exist. So we're just talking about the ones that we know of as humans when there are many, many more out there. So please also keep that in mind. Yes. So let's dig in to this. Okay. So let's start with what is a celebrity connection? A celebrity connection is a very complex situation. I think only just due to the sole fact of their celebrity and your, you may not be a celebrity. It would be easier to meet 
if you both were celebrities, but in many cases, that's not true. Yes. And uh, that's where this type of connection gets really, really tricky because like, I know that there are some of you out there who are like convinced that you have this connection with this individual who has a public profile. Like we get it. It feels real. You might be dreaming about them. You might like hear messages from them. You might see visions of them. We're not here to say that that's not something you're experiencing because yes, that's very real. And that's something that a lot of people do experience. But it's really important to understand that these connections might serve a very specific purpose and that you not feed into a fantasy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe there's a lesson or maybe your souls had some type of connection in a past life. Maybe there's karma between your souls. Uh, Maybe there's something that you both need to learn or discover um, through this connection. It might mean you might meet in the physical or it might not. My advice is if you're feeling like you have some type of connection like this and it's a public person to go to someone who can read the Akashic Records because that's how you will know for certain whether this is real or whether it's just you fantasizing and obsessing over, you know, such and such celebrity. Um, And we did mention that in the last podcast. I do want to repeat it again that the best way to know for sure is to go to the Akashic Records. Just someone who can read them or even someone like me or Allie who can like at least talk to your spirit guides and get some clarity. And I also just want to throw out there that from last episode two, like a lot of this information that we're sharing from you comes from our channeling sessions that we do. And it is really important to build your intuition to learn like what resonates and what doesn't for you. Uh, Tiara and I both, have celebrity connections in our soul family. And that's really where these soul connections come from. And it's not because they are, it's a soul, it's at the soul level. It's not at the incarnate level. And so when we're a part of a soul family, like we both are part of soul families. And I can tell you in this incarnation, like for me personally, that two members of my soul family just so happened to be celebrities in this lifetime. And I think Tiara, you have how many? Well, it's technically four. So I'm a soul family of seven. Okay. So it's really complicated. Technically, wait, seven, seven. Yes. I'm a split soul. So there's me and then there's the other half and we count as one. So technically it's six. It's ridiculous and complicated, and it's a whole other podcast. Um, But yes, so there are technically four individuals in my soul family who have public profiles, um, one of whom is my divine counterpart. And we have a lot of karma from prior lives that we are going to need to focus on clearing in future lives. Um, And then, so Ali, and so you have two out of five in your soul family? Yes. Okay. And one, of soul them, family. and one of them is my divine counterpart. Okay. Yeah. So like we're similar circumstances, um, which is so funny because I never really dreamt about him. Like I didn't, he didn't come in, in my dreams. Like I didn't get messages from him. I did get like energetic stuff occasionally from him. And I remember going to like, I don't know who it was, like my guys or Tara and being like, 
is there some type of connection between me and this individual? And Tara was like, no, you're crazy. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Turns out, Tara will lie to you guys. If you do tarot, <laughs> if they feel like it's not in your best and highest good to know, they, it, it, they'll send you on a, a goose. What do we call it? A wild goose chase. Tarot yes. will send you on a wild goose chase if they feel like it's not in your best and highest good to know at that time, which I hate. I hate it. <laughs> but um, later it came out that, yes, indeed, we did have a soul connection. Um, so I would advise you guys, if you didn't listen to our last uh, Divine Connection podcast episode, to please go back and listen to it because there are some very profound channeled messages in there from uh, my angel guide and also from Shakti, who clarified soul family, divine connections, the different types versus soulmates and the purposes that they serve. And it's actually very, very valuable. And it, it helps set the stage for this discussion. So can you share a little bit about how you found out that these people were your soul family? Oh, goodness. How did I find out about that? That is a story. So my divine counterparts um, had a public profile that the gentleman I was referencing. And when he passed away, I want to say maybe about two weeks after his passing, he connected to me. And it was interesting because I was following the discussion about his death. And like, I saw that he had a pretty big following. And so I was kind of seeing what some of, some of the people were saying. And then I felt really bad for his family. Um, so I went online to one of their profiles and I was just typing like, you know, my respects. I'm so sorry. I had been following him for many, many years. Like I followed his Facebook for like 10 years. Um, Just following, watching and observing. I never really interacted or spoke to him because something in me was like, don't do that. Um, I've come close a couple of times to like sending him something, but something was just like, don't do that. I don't know why, but it just, I don't know. So I was sending my condolences to his family, posted that online. And, um, like maybe a couple days after that, he comes through and he indicates that he is such and such. And I'm just like, wait a minute. So this is at a time when my mediumship was just starting to blossom. So I was like, okay, I need validation. If you're saying that you're this individual, you need to show me something proof or evidence that you are who you say you are. So he did. And I went online and confirmed it. And then I was just like, oh, shit, what do I do with this? Right? Like, what? Like, what is happening? And so I spent some time, like, kind of getting to know him. And then he was telling me all these things about, like, past lives. And then I asked him about the circumstances of his death. And he gave me specifics, like, details that I don't think the public really knew, but that resonated. And so I was just like, man, what am I supposed to do with all this information? Um, and then gradually over time... I, well, first off, before I even got to that part, I started to think I was crazy. I think I talked to Allie about this. I was like, Allie, am I losing my shit? Am I losing my shit? I don't know what's happening. Um, and so I went to a mediumship course. That's right. I went to a mediumship course and I was like, I just need to make sure I'm not crazy. Right. But when I went there, the medium picked up on his energy and described him to a T. And I was like, okay, he's here. This is real. Uh, so gradually stuff started coming out and I started seeing visions of some of our past lives 
Mm-hmm. I started seeing the karma that was there. I started to put it all together. It started to make more sense. And I was just like, oh, we've got history. <laughs> um, so it's just, we've, we've still been unraveling a lot of that. I think at this point, we kind of know the gist of the history that's there and what needs to be done. Um, I still talk to him, you know, pretty regularly. Um, but we're healing and, you know, from our past and from the hurt that we've committed. Because we did, like, hurt each other a lot in past lives. So we're healing from that and trying to move forward. And I think so far we're in a pretty good space. Um, I think for the most part, everyone in my soul family needs healing in their own different way. So that's kind of where we are right now. As far as the other two, other, wait, other three celebrities, one is connected to him. Two others have pretty big profiles. Um, I found out that they were family because I, I had dreams about them. Um, I think I told you, Ali, the first dream I had about one of them. Yes. Um, and I was just like, what? Uh, and then I had another one about them. And I was just like, okay, there's something here energetically. Let me look into it. That's when I went to Tarot and then I asked Tarot, hey, are these guys soul family or is there a soul connection? And Tarot told me, yes. Um, That got validated for me when they came to my state. Um, I didn't know that they were in my state, but I kept thinking about them. And I was just like, why am I thinking about these two? So I Google and online it says that they are in my state for like the next couple of days. And I was like, that's why. So that kind of put it all together to me, like, yeah, there's some there's soul connection, soul family here. And I acknowledge that and I accept them as soul family and they come through to me. I've talked to them. I've spoken to them. Um, so that's how I found out on my end. Crazy. It's so crazy. crazy. It, well, it is crazy because it's like if you can just build your intuition, your intuition just tells you a lot. It tells you a lot about your life. It tells you a lot about past lives. And that's really kind of how I've figured out my two as well. Like one of them came through in meditation and I was not a very good meditator. And all of a sudden I am in this weird, I I think it's REM, like the wave REM where you're like partially asleep or partially awake. And all of a sudden I hear someone calling out my name and I was like, who is this? And they said, I'm such and such. And I was just like, no, that's not true. That can't be true. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, no, it really is us. And ironically enough, because I have the ability to like dream walk or quantum jump, I ended up dreaming about this person all night. And we're having this whole like meeting and session around like healing and career and direction. And I was just like, okay, this isn't real. But then I woke up and I realized, okay, this really is real because I went to tarot and tarot was like validating like, yes, you do have a connection with this person. Yes, you, they are soul family. And yes, they are who they say they are. And I need like, at that time, I need like triple validation. So like, I'm like going to my (laughs) guides, I'm like asking my guides and they're like, I don't know why you keep asking this, but yes, it's all true. So that's how one of them came through to me. And for the other one, I was just watching a YouTube clip. I'm not going to tell you which one. (laughs) And (laughs) 
all of a sudden, like my soul was like, you know, that person. And I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. And I went to Tiara and I was like, something inside of me is telling me, you know, this person. And Tiara was just like, no, no way. Like, there's no way. And so I had her actually do the whole tarot reading and she comes back and she was like, you know, this person. And I was just I like, I remember okay. that. Yeah. I remember right? that. It was like a bunch of big <laughs> cards too. And I was just like, uh, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> and it honestly, it took me probably a year and a half guys, like a year and a half to like, accept it and believe it like I was in half denial like I half believed it I was half in denial about it and I was just like there's just no way and then like after this year and a half finally passed things started to like become more clear and I was just like holy shit like this is real like this is real I don't know how this is real but it's real and it wasn't until I started connecting in our channeling sessions to like his soul and his higher self. And he's like validating all this stuff for me. And I'm just like, my jaw is like dropping to the ground. And I was like, holy shit. And then like come to find out like our souls have known each other for a very long time. And he and I have a very important mission in this lifetime. And then I kind of figured out how he became a celebrity in this lifetime. And I just like all this information just blew my mind. I could not believe it. I just want to add that. Can I say this? Can I say that they're sexy? Cause they're sexy. They're <laughs> Wait, both of them. Yes. Okay. They're both sexy. They're both so sexy. (laughs) I just wanted to add that because, yeah. I mean, Tiara Um, definitely has some sexy members in her family, too. It's true. I do. They are white. Beautiful. Um, Which is interesting because I think that my soul family specifically is learning a very specific lesson about how to be humble. Um. Because I think it's a lesson that we, in different ways, all needed, which, like, if you were to see my soul family, it would make sense. Um, so, but yeah, no, I, I, have, I, I have many crushes on Allie's divine masculines. <laughs> Any woman would. <laughs> okay, well, you know, no, they are very sexy. I can't, I can't deny that they are. So as I mentioned before, I said like I was really shocked to learn about their like how they became celebrities in this lifetime. And I can say that we've talked about reincarnation before. Like I know I've touched briefly on it and I say like before you incarnate, you meet with your spirit team, soul team, Mm -hmm. no, your spirit team. Yeah. And... It was like set in stone because this is a very interesting time in history right now. And it was like set for us that they were just like, you know what? You guys are going to incarnate together, like in the physical, but one of you needs to be a celebrity. And ironically enough, I'm older than my divine counterpart. And apparently I I didn't even think about it. I just said, no, 
I was like, nope, don't want to be the celebrity. And they were like, okay, you're not going to be the celebrity. Meaning my divine counterpart was going to be the celebrity. And I came to find out later, like why one of us had to be the celebrity. And it really was the sole purpose of spreading a message about like surrendering and love, because that's really what's going to get us through this ascension process, because there is just so much fear in the world, like fear-based and anxiety and control. And that's kind of what keeps us locked into this matrix, as we call it. And so we were sent on very specific missions and his mission was to spread the like spread the message of love and surrender and positivity. That's actually really beautiful. It is. Um, on my end, I do know that two of the souls chose celebrity. I feel like if I do this, it's going to reveal who they are. And I feel some kind of way about it. Well, I mean, she did give you permission before we started. That's true. Um, so just like, you know, heads up, you guys, a lot of the stuff that we share, we do get permission from the souls to share. Um, these two particular individuals in my soul family chose that to bring awareness to divine connections and the power of such connections and the importance of surrendering to such connections. This is actually like, very noble. Um, now, have they achieved that? I guess that's debatable. Um, but I know that that was the purpose for why they chose celebrity status. And apparently it's a cycle that they've been in for a while, but haven't mastered yet. So I'm hoping in this lifetime that they can really master that um, because it's important. And you know, I, I think it's important that we learn that with these type of connections, the key to navigating them is to surrender, surrender to the love and surrender to, you know, the lessons, which like no one does, but that's the key to navigating these lessons and these connections. So um, you'll hear us talk a lot about surrender and how important and significant it is because it really, really is. And those of you who are in these divine counterpart connections that feel like twin flame connections, oftentimes there's a struggle because no one wants to surrender. So when no one chooses to surrender, that's when you get the running and the chasing and the triggering and like all this stuff. Whereas if you would just stop fighting the connection, stop fighting with yourself and surrender to the love, like it would just be so much easier. But again, humans will be human. So it's it's a it's a it's a very difficult, tricky connection to navigate for a lot of us, myself included, because I ran my ass off when <laughs> I connected to my divine. So when I say I ran, so this is in regards to my split soul, because I met my split soul in like 2010, 2011, which felt like a twin flame connection. It felt just like it. The intensity, the power, like the connection was all there, and my ass ran hard like I don't even think I said bye I didn't say bye I ghosted his ass and I like put on my cleats and I was a track star and I tell you I was a track star <laughs> with the hurdles and I cleared them fast which was terrible and I have since had to come to terms with what I did and how that affected him which has been a 
eye-opening for me. Um, but that is an example of what you're not supposed to do. Your knows that's not what you're supposed to do. So I just wanted to share that experience because I'm sure some of you guys can relate to that whole running and chasing dynamic because it's a hot mess on acid. It is a hot mess. And I and I can't say that I've ever ran from any of my divine masculines because I do have four, but two of them have public profiles. And but I have been in denial about the connections, which mm. denial is not exactly the same as running, but denial is still denial, right? And it puts it sets doubt and it sets all these different emotions that can keep you from surrendering and can ultimately keep you from unioning if union is supposed to be happening in this lifetime if it's in your soul contract to union there are many different ways to union but you will not get there especially if your person has a public profile if you do not trust in the other person trust in their journey and surrender to the universe all right um and, you know, we were talking about the challenges of having a divine counterpart as a celebrity. I could see why it would make union questionable in that type of situation, because, again, oftentimes these are people you don't have any connection to in the physical. Like, you can't talk to them, you can't call them, you can't text them, you can't message them. It's all etheric and energetic. So it's like, well, how can you trust in union that that will happen with that individual when the circumstances are what they are. That is very difficult to navigate. And my heart goes out to you guys who have those celebrity divine counterparts because it messes with your head. It does. Um, when I met my split soul, we were both married to other people. And when I say it messed with our head, like I can't begin to describe the conflict and the... Um, overwhelm and the questioning that you do wondering if you're a bad person wondering if you've done something wrong like wondering why you're in this scenario situation that feels forbidden how do you surrender to that i still don't quite know the answer to that i'm still navigating through that um so i could see why surrendering in the case of my divine counterpart is a celebrity would be very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult. Um, and Ali can attest to that. And I can attest to that too. It is really difficult only because like, especially if you do get access to your records or if you get the information channeled from one of your spirit guides specifically who can validate that, like when you find out, yeah, you are supposed to union, it's just like, how is that possible? Like how, how do how is that even possible? Like they are who they are and I am who I am. And they were, and it's so funny because your guidance team is just like, well, you just have to trust us. You just have to trust the universe. <laughs> it's just, it's so out of, so out of a person's control. It's not in the celebrity's control. It's not in my control because the celebrity doesn't even know I exist. Right. But I know that they exist. I know who they are. And like, if you talk to your guides, it's just the number one advice they'll just say to you over and over again is, well, trust the universe, trust us, surrender, surrender to the love, surrender to the trust. And that's really, I'm learning that's 
that is really all you can do is surrender because you can't control it. You can't control meeting them. You can't control communicating with them. It's just, it's going to be one of those freak accidents, like not accidents, but like freak run-ins. Like it's just, it's going to be kind of like, I don't know, depending on how the interaction goes with the celebrity, it's kind of like a fairy tale. It's just like one of those things where it's like, you're going to meet them when you least expect it. And you're going to have this connection that neither one of you can explain. And it's just going to be one of those like fairy tales. By the way, I know that surrender is very like amorphous. It's like, well, you know, what surrender? Like, I know for me, I had to learn what surrender meant because when I say surrender and when Ali says surrender, we don't mean like saying this will never happen. I give up. I'm done. I surrender. That's not that's not what we mean. Um, it's easy to confuse that because the term surrender in and of itself means to submit and to like, in some cases, like, you know, give, give up or give up the fight, give up the battle. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, so surrender, ultimately what it means is that you trust that the universe will provide to your deepest desires and will fulfill all your wishes and deepest desires. And you trust in that 100% complete. So if your desire is union with your twin flame or divine counterpart, as it's likely our divine counterpart, not a twin flame, but anyway, um, if that's what you're wanting, surrender means that you trust that you will get to that and trust the journey to get to that. You don't fight, you don't resist, you don't run, you don't chase, you submit and you submit to the lessons, you submit to everything. That's what surrender is. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that because I did struggle a lot with what surrender meant. It took me years to figure out, wait, this is surrender, not that. That's why I haven't made any progress. But anyway, but so, so yeah, so that's, we just want to clarify that, you know, I hope that helps some people because I know that that was a struggle for me for a while. I don't know if it was for you too, Allie. It was, I would definitely say that surrendering is like, the hardest part of any journey, whether it's to union, whether it's for ascension, whether it's anything, right? Like you are trusting, like that's really the only way that you are going to escape the matrix is through surrendering. And Tiara and I are learning this lesson firsthand in big ways where, you know, the guides, our guides are just like, you guys are not made for the matrix. You guys are not built for the matrix. And we mm. want you to uproot your lives and change everything oh, yeah. about your life and just surrender to the universe and trust us that you are going to be on the right path. You're going to live your purpose, whether that's in regards to career, whether that's in regards to your union, whether that's in regards to where you're supposed to live. I don't know. It's just the universe has a plan for us and they are going to continue to push us in that direction until we completely surrender. And Allie and I are really lucky because we can channel so we can hear all of this chatter in regards to what we're actually supposed to be doing. <laughs> and they will tell us if we're not doing what we're actually supposed to be doing. So for me, I could relate to that whole uprooting my life, because that's literally what they're asking of me to uproot my job, 
and uproot where I live, make a huge, huge move that I haven't even fathomed <laughs> until like two weeks ago. Huge move, like no questions asked, and trust that everything's going to work out fine. Yeah. I don't know. Really hard. <laughs> so I'm still working on that. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a process. It's a journey to, I, I'm working on surrender. I told myself last night, I'm going to surrender to everything. I was having this whole conversation with my spirit guide and we were talking about that. So I'm getting there, but it's a lot, especially when they're asking big stuff like this. So, you know, ultimately I have to surrender because if I don't, it's going to be a battle. And I don't want to fight with the universe. It's the fucking universe to do anything to me. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> surrender and I'm just gonna trust that everything will be for my best and highest good because that's just gonna be the best path forward. It's really difficult, guys. We're not we're not trying to say it's gonna be easy. It's not. Like I'm just gonna be straight up with you. It's not. And there are people that carry higher frequencies like Tiara and myself, and we still struggle with it. So it's kind of nice. like if we're struggling with it, we know how you're feeling and what's going on with you. Oh, yes. We were there, too. Like, if you're 3D, 4D, trying to get to 5D, we've been there. We know what that journey is like. It is ugly. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> but we have the tools to help you get there if you really want the support. Um, you know, I am a channeler, and I am an intuitive and a spiritual coach. And Ali's also a spiritual coach. So, you know, if you guys are like, hey, I just need that extra support, feel free to reach out to us. You know what I mean? We have a website. We have contacts on there. And we can yeah. come up with a way to help you get to that next phase if you need that. So don't discount support and coaching and guidance if you need that. If you feel like you're stuck or yeah. you're feeling like, I don't know which way to go, like reach out for support from individuals who have gone through the journey because it's going to be helpful like and it's gonna give you that boost and you know I did a little bit of that like when I was starting my spiritual journey I did a reading for the Akashic Records I had someone read my horoscope I did a little bit of spiritual coaching but I wish I would have done more like I really do wish I would have done more and paid more attention to that support and help that was out there, but I had too much pride and ego, and I was like, I can do it myself. I don't need it. <laughs> and that was my ego getting no getting ahead of me. Don't let that happen to you. Um, if you know you need the help and support, go get it. Go get it because you might not have that opportunity ever again. So I think I, just to say I, that. I think we both have been there where we were just like, no, we can do it ourselves. And I gotta say yeah. that Tiara and I both we are so lucky that we had each other because we both leaned on each other so much to get us through the craziness and because we both are very high vibrational beings and because we both have done the journey and because we are we are above 5d at this point we are we know that we can help people like I'm I'm already helping clients with their ascension process and we just have between the two of us, I think we have every spiritual gift. Really? Probably. So yeah. yeah, probably. And so we can we have access to the information. We can get the information. Uh neither one of us are Akashic Record readers, but 
we can get the information because we channel from the universe and high high be like high frequency beings and such and such yes absolutely um so please do reach out or take advantage if you are like i need some help um don't feel like you need to do it yourself that that you need to do it all yourself don't let that ego tell you that like it's gonna hold you back like i'm just gonna be honest with you yeah It it held me back for years thinking that i could do it better it's something I've always felt. I'm a perfectionist. And I had, I had at that time, like when I was back 3D, I was a perfectionist and so I, I got my, yeah, I got my worth from feeling like I could do it myself, that I knew better, that I was a badass because I could work three jobs and like sleep <laughs> two hours a night and still have energy to go to the gym the next day. Like I drew worth and power from that and until I burnt out. And that's when my awakening really kicked into gear is when I got to that phase of burnout. Um, And like my sisters have similar stories. Like we've all burnt out in different ways, trying to fit into that hustle culture here in the United States and like the pressure that that puts on you, even as a woman to like have it all and do it all. But that belief and that construct is it's going to need to die and it's going to need to fall away because it's not healthy. And at these higher frequencies that are coming into the earth now, the hustle culture does not resonate. So um, we should probably make that a podcast, like hustle culture, stepping no, out we of should. that. No, we, no, really we absolutely, no, we absolutely should only because like, I, I would say, especially now what I see like in social media, everyone is talking about burnout. Everybody's yes, everyone, especially women. Like I've seen TikToks of women crying who are like, I can't do all this. And I don't know why we ever did this to ourselves. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like women burnout culture. Retired. Yeah. Burnout culture is so huge right now. And that's just because, you know, it's a cycle, right? Like inflation means, you know, inflation and low wages equals people working two or three jobs just to put food Mm. on the table. And, you know, people are living paycheck to paycheck. They're not getting ahead. People can't like fulfill their dreams and owning something. People are burnt out. And Mm. it's unfortunately, I don't see it getting any better. I don't think it's going to get any better. And really like, The reason why we talk about ascension so much and kind of just breaking free of the matrix is only because there is life beyond the burnout. There is life Mm. beyond this crazy, this craziness that society has basically instilled in us since we were children, telling us like, you're going to go to school until high school and then you're going to graduate and then you're going to go to college. And then after college, you're going to be in copious amounts of debt. And then you're going to be working until you're 65. And then if you're lucky, if you're lucky, then you can retire. When the average, I don't know, the average lifespan, I think, is like 73 in the United States. And if you're working until 65, that gives you, what, eight years of freedom? (laughs) Who wants to live like that? I'm just saying. Right. I know. And I don't want to live like that. And I knew early on, like, I don't know if it was my soul or whatever. I've tried a couple business ventures that have failed. I haven't given up, never give up. Um, because I'm like, I need to get out of this. 
matrix and this nine to five. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm sick of it. And I think that's part of the reason why the universe is kind of nudging me because the universe is like, yeah, well, you're feeling that way for a reason. So fucking listen to us. And I'm just like, (laughs) maybe I'll listen to you. Maybe I won't. And then I get like spited and, you know, shunned and yelled at. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah, sometimes if you're feeling like that, it's for a reason. There's a lesson there. There's a message there. Like surrender to it. And so that's really just kind of, I think we got a little off topic. Um, no, we really but, did. <laughs> but, but just to kind of circle back to it all, I think it's just like divine connections and celebrity connections. Like it's really all part of the ascension process and feeling connected to the universe and feeling connected to other souls that, you know, just may not be in your inner circle. I think circling back to it all, it's just, you, if you really build your intuition and trust yourself and there's signs all around us. And if you pay attention to all of that, then I think you will become to realize that we really are all connected, right? It's like Mm -hmm. the universe always talks about oneness. I think it's like one of the universal laws is we are all one. And so we really are all energetically connected. It doesn't matter about, you have to take away the ego, you have to take away the physicality of it all. It's just, it's what I love is just feeling so connected to them. Even though they don't know who physically I am, I can still connect to them energetically and I can connect to them in the astral. And it really is a beautiful experience to know that there's so much more that meets the eye. And I think that's really the purpose of us talking about this topic too is because just because they have public profiles doesn't mean that our souls don't know each other. And if our Mm -hmm. souls are connected to these celebrities, then who else are our souls connected to? And I think that's the mindset and you need to broaden your horizons and you need to open up your mind and just really look at the situation, look at the bigger picture and be like, okay, if I'm connected to this person, who else am I connected to? And mm-hmm. I think once we connect all the dots is when we discover that there's so much more that meets the eye. And that's really the message from the universe that they want us to betray. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I just realized we've been talking for 42 minutes. <laughs> well, we try to tie- keep the podcast to like, <laughs> we're tying it up. To like 39 minutes, 40 minutes. And it's so funny because it's like we get into these podcasts and it's just like, oh my God, I have so much to say. So we we say and say and say. But um, but yeah, no, Ali's absolutely right. Like, and at the end of the day, if you really, really, really want to know, like, who's in your soul family, who these entities are, if there's a celebrity in there, the best way is gonna go be to go to a spiritual professional. Don't assume. Because sometimes, like, we're not right, right? Like, sometimes our ego wants to tell us one thing um, when it's ultimately the soul that you should be listening to. But when you're in that phase of, like, really starting to ascend and heal, it's easy to allow the ego to sway you. So I always recommend going to a spiritual professional to find out for sure, for certain. Put your mind at ease. Put your heart at ease. Is this person who I think they are? get the facts, get the information, and then you'll know for certain. You'll know. Um, so I just wanted to add that little last little tidbit. Be 
because that information is out there, whether it's in the Akashic or whether it comes from a divine channeler who can channel your guides, like that information is out there. Like, don't think that, don't feel like you have to do it yourself um, because we've been wrong. I've been wrong. Tiara has been wrong. Uh, but we definitely have ways to get that information and validate it. Agreed. Agreed. So thank you guys for tuning in and bearing with us. This is our first time recording live. So this, is, actually, so this is really exciting for us. Um, if you have any questions, just feel free to contact us. Go to our website, uh, goddessvibrationstudio.com. And I have an email link. Tiara has an e- email link. And we just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Uh, you know where to find our websites. Our podcast is also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. So please check us out because there's a lot of other podcast episodes on there that might be helpful to you, including the one prior to this one, which if you haven't listened to it, please do because it'll put everything together. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. Bye. We love you. (laughs) 